The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible, hanging out the bass, eat a boogie, eat a bad, apple with a bad, attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad, out of bad, day, bad, lie, bad, do, bad, 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 bad vibes, we are live in the Magic City Studios in the Barilla Palacio, right across the river through the woods, from where Granny went out to lunch today with her friend, and when she came home, she rolled up a fatty of the blue tarantula in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh, people testing plastic bags. They're ready to travel. It's a kind of fashion. Shake it up. Should do it. All my friends that come around, fight the fight the party up. Rats on the west side. Bed bugs uptown. What a mess. This town's a tatter. My brain's just splattered all over Manhattan. Should do it. Shake it up. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High. Maddie George, the ball carrier, running it with Ty Stick Jones in Kansas City. Mo home of the Chiefs in the show me state at LTN. A birthday roll call on a misery Monday into a Tuesday coming off a of Labor Day. Is this like a Monday show, Carver High? It's our first show of the week. It's like a, I think it's like a Monday. It's a combo meal, he's telling me right now. Donovan Mitchell, 25. Joe Harris, 30. He just missed another three in a playoff game. Kevin Love, 33. He only makes threes in a regular season against like the Cavaliers, right? Like, I mean, honestly, in the playoffs, could that guy even hit anything? I mean, could he hit a free throw? Could he hit a layup? I know he couldn't hit any threes. Mark Pryor, 41 today, and nobody gave a rat's ass. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Georgia beat Clemson. Hey, Carver, hi. How you like that under Clemson, 11 and a half now? Check out. Ooh. We got Kirby Smart on the show today. He's concerned about a spike of COVID cases with his team as well, like four players have it. How about the U? They look great against Bama. Just let me get rid of these snots in my nose. Oh, my God, does Miami suck. Bama just beat that ass. Bryce Young sets a Bama debut record with four TDs. He's going to Canton already. They're working on his bust right now in the NFL. Uh, We got a TD pass from him, plus... Notre Dame holds off Mackenzie Milton and Florida State 41-38 in overtime. I didn't even know he wasn't the starter, but he still came in and saved the day almost, didn't he? Is he not the better quarterback? Am I tripping? Brian Kelly clarifies his execution quote. Is this not the dumbest thing going in sports today? This is the dumbest thing ever. This whole Brian Kelly said he loves to execute players. Oh, my God. People uh, – What is going on? 
that people fall for that. It was a joke. UCLA beats LSU's ass. I told you Ed Orgeron's a crappy coach. No one ever listens to me around here. Chip Kelly says, no one at UCLA surprised by the upset. We got Matt Merchell on the show today from the Orlando Sentinel. He went to big games like UCF Boise in the Notre Dame-Florida State game. Ole Miss last night hammered Louisville 43-24. Lane Kiffin didn't coach. He's got COVID. Penn State wins in Madtown. Oklahoma barely beats Tulane. Spencer Rattler going to win the Heisman every year, right? Good old Riley, your boy. Lincoln Riley going to be the next great coach in the NFL. Can't even beat Tulane by more than five. Virginia Tech beat North Carolina. Wasn't this guy Sam Howell the greatest quarterback we've ever seen going number one in the draft? Looked great against Virginia Tech and Blacksburg with three picks. You lose. Indiana, a little bit overrated, my Hoosiers. I mean, did they bend over against Iowa or what? We got everything. Michigan, Ronnie Bell, half of the year with a knee injury. Mo Ibrahim of Minnesota, dumb of the year after surgery. Their season just ended. It just ended, trust me. Stanford going with Tanner McKee, the sophomore at quarterback. Jack West, the senior. His girlfriend's going to end up sleeping with the kid. She's left him by tonight. It's over. Trust me. He no longer plays. She no longer wants to be with him. Randy Etzel out at UConn. We'll just save you a lot of time. Bama, number one. What else is new? We got parlays, Heisman odds, top five games this weekend. Carver High's already got a betting sheet going. Bull signs Stanley Johnson. Patrick Canley wins the tour championship. Carver High has to do the entire show today with no pants or underwear on. He's sitting there right now in the studio because he hates Cantley. I said if he wins, he'll have to do the show nude. He's sitting there right now. Onions. Cowboys put Zach Martin on the COVID list. He won't play Thursday night. Who cares? We got a Thursday night, pain day style. NFL executives worry about players coming back from the Labor Day weekend with the Hanta. Andy Reid feels the Browns are a better team than last year. Who cares what Andy Reid thinks about the Cleveland Browns? Bill Belichick not worried about Mac Jones. He should be. Are they going to lose to the Dolphins this week in Boston? I want to see it. Do you? We got Nick Sirianni on the show, Joe Judge, Matt LaFleur, odds to win the Super Bowl. Is the T.J. Watt deal going to get done? I hope so. MVP odds in the NFL. Tyrod Taylor, the starter in Houston. Gee, you think? You think we ever caught up to that with their crappy coach given all of his games that he played over the last month and a half? Won't talk about Deshaun Watson. Did you really think Deshaun Watson was playing football this year? He may be playing checkers with Trevor Bauer. There you go. Dwayne Brown gets his deal done with the Seahawks. Mark Andrews, Ravens. Tight end gets a $56 million deal. Josh Norman signs with the Niners. He's 78 years old. I just wanted to say that right there, Carver. Oh, corndog. Uh, we got baseball. Kevin Cash on the show today. Vladi hits number 40. Yankees look great against the Orioles. <laughs> I think I got something caught in my throat. People have always said that. It's coast to coast. Lost in a- SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He's got it all going today. No pants, no underwear, the whole deal. At least he has a shirt on. Let's bring him in and get rolling with the Bulldogs of Georgia today. Yeah, nobody wanted to see Patrick Cantley win, that's for sure. All right, college football, a fun first weekend. The top five battle between Georgia and Clemson. It was a defensive struggle, Scotty. Ten to three, your final, and the only touchdown of the game Let's hear it. A pick six for Christopher Smith of the Bulldogs on ESPN. Right clock at two. In the pocket. Intercepted. Dumping the route is Christopher Smith. A foot race. Can the quarterback catch him? He cannot pick six, Georgia. Well, there you go. Uh, Georgia finally wins a gigantic game and gives them a huge lift. I think, heading forward for the rest of the season. I mean, do they have anybody else they got to worry about? I mean, that was it. You win that game, you're on your way. Uh, And they went right up today, shot up in the polls, and Clemson dropped down. I love how – now, I respect that they played a big game, but here we go again with Clemson. They could lose 15 games and they'll still be in the top five. I mean, it's so corrupt. And then everyone else that loses, Indiana's out of the top 25. See you later. Every team that loses falls out. They're finished. Clemson loses. Nothing happens to them. Have you ever noticed that, Carver High? Yeah, I, they they fell down to six uh, today. Here's the problem with Clemson, though, now, Scotty. The rest of the ACC isn't doing them any favors. Uh, you know, Miami got whacked. North Carolina didn't look good. All the other top teams in the conference kind of suck, and that's going to hurt Clemson even if they do run the table now because people are going to say the one good game that they had they lost. We'll see how it goes for them going forward. As far as Georgia and the Bulldogs go, let's go to head coach Kirby Smart. He does not want his team to get overconfident after the big win because he's got a big game with UAB this week. Here's Kirby. Oh, yeah. It means a lot for confidence. 
Okay. Confidence can help. Can overconfidence hurt? Yeah. So there's a line there, right? Um, the experience of the environment is what I value. Win, lose, or draw, the experience of that environment was going to make us better. And that's what I gained from it. Does it give some of the players more confidence? Yeah, it does give them more confidence. It does. But it better not give them overconfidence. This humility is one week away. And we're playing a good football team, which I know none of y'all believe me when I say that. I know a good football team, and I know a good conference, and I know a well-coached team when I see one. And watching them on tape, they're very well coached. So I'm not ready to go make Clemson the Notre Dame game of the past because there's a lot of different scenarios about that. I don't see the link as much as maybe those players do. No disrespect to them. I just don't see that as a link. I see it as it was one game. It's over with. Now we're worried about UAB. You know, the only thing that will happen in the UAB game is this guy – frankly, screwing betters. They're laying 24 and a half. He'll win by 20 and screw everybody. Uh, and then see, I told you so, one of those deals. But they should beat UAB uh, by 40. I don't care what he says about UAB. The Blazers playing Georgia? Are you kidding me? Stop. Just stop. Good luck this Saturday, Kirby. I know it's going to be a tough one for you. Alabama, you mentioned it. They hammered. The U, 44-13 down in Atlanta on Saturday afternoon. Bryce Young steps right into the saddle, breaks a Alabama record. Debut, four touchdown passes. First time ever. Bryce Young got it going early. John Mechie third on ABC. He's calling the defenses. Young had to step up away from the rush. Wide open receiver. It's John Mechie lunging for the Offsides on the pass rush. Evan Neal still blocked his guy, and this touchdown should stand. Offside defense number 13. Phillies decline. The results will play. Touchdown. You know, I'm a huge Canes fan, and it, it uh, disgusts me the way they played. Uh, obviously, I laid uh, the points with Alabama. I laid 19 and a half or something like that. So uh, I bet on Alabama. I had no faith in Miami playing Alabama at all. So that wasn't my concern. My concern was when you're down 27-3 and you get a turnover uh, and you're wearing the turnover chain and you're down 24 points at the half and you're – dancing around like you've done something because you recovered a, a fumble. I mean, it was so embarrassing how bad they looked. And, I mean, people are already calling for Manny Diaz's head on a block, a game, and let's calm down with all of that nonsense. But they got to act like, you know, they've been there before. I mean, it was amateur hour against Alabama. Like, who do you think you are? You're getting your ass beat that bad and you're going to dance around on the sideline? I mean, with that embarrassing chain they wear, is that not like passe now? Is that not three years ago old? Is that not stale yet, that bread in the kitchen? Honest to Christ, get rid of that stupid chain that nobody gives a rat's ass about. I like the one play where they called the play back, so the kid took the chain off and handed it back to whoever had it before him. Oh, it was a tough scene from Miami down there on Saturday. Notre Dame had a 38-20 to fourth quarter lead against Florida State on Sunday night. Mackenzie Milton comes in for the Seminoles, 
gets them to overtime, but the Irish are able to hold on. 41-38, big debut for Jack Cullen. Throwed for over 350 yards and four touchdowns for the Irish. After the game, coming off the field, Scotty, they talked to Brian Kelly about the win. He decided to throw back to an old John McKay joke that he wanted to execute his players. He was kidding around. They asked him about it afterwards, and he had to reiterate, it was a joke. Calm down. Here's Brian Kelly. You said something in your post-game interview mm -hmm. right after the game about executing the entire team. Just Can you elaborate on that? Oh, it's an old John McKay quote. I was kidding. It was tongue-in-cheek. It wasn't funny. It's, a, it's an old it's an old John McKay quote that he used after the game. Um, so I was I was talking and, 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 you know, making a joke about it. Why it was taken serious. Are you people crazy? I'm sure. Yeah, really. It's a John McKay <laughs> quote that he used after a game. I was stealing one of his old quotes and being funny. I guess nobody likes to be funny anymore. So, yeah, if you want to, you know, take me to town on that, please do. I mean, honestly, like, how embarrassing are are the media now? I'm embarrassed even. Like, people say, I, trust me, I'm not in the media. Do whatever you can. Call me whatever you want. Say I do. I'm a murderer. I don't care what you call me. I'm just not in with all those dorks. I'm, I'm too cool to, honestly, Carver High to be associated with losers and dorks and morons that ask stupid questions like that. Like you came off the field and said something about executing your players. Were you serious that you were going to kill your entire team after the game? Like what kind of an absolute male organ of the month club do you have to be slapped across the chin with to know that you're that stupid that you would ask that question. Chick, guy, a dog. My dog wouldn't even ask that question. Like, how bad is it now? We can't even joke around in this moron country. You can tell me whatever you want about that comment. Stick it in your ear. Because it is. You can't say anything anymore in this country without somebody trying to kill you, shoot you, stab you, burn your house down, come and tie you up, hang you. I mean, like, screw you. I thought it was a great line. It was funny. And, in fact, uh, it happened in Miami. I want to execute the whole team, the whole team for that performance <laughs> against Alabama. One by one, we'll line them up and shoot them. There you go. What are you going to do? Ooh, I'm so scared. The woke culture is going to come get me. That's my ass on your lips taste. UCLA upset LSU 38-27. to Chip Kelly says nobody was surprised by the upset. Nice job by Ed Orgeron Saturday night in Pasadena, Scotty. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Matt Marcel is our good friend from the Orlando Sentinel, and he went to a couple of great games, I thought, uh, certainly down there uh, this past week. Let's bring him on coast-to-coast again and talk about it. I want to start, Matt. I hope you had a good Labor Day, by the way, uh, with the Central Florida game against Boise State. We were watching that game, right? And um, they were down 21-zip, and Boise uh, was rolling, and – Bachmeyer was playing great, and they had it all going. And then all of a sudden, when Central Florida scored to make it 21-7, I think, before the half, whatever it was, uh, at that moment, Carver High and I were like, uh, that's the end of this game. They're going to come back and win this game because there was something about it. It was the humidity. Uh, it was, I don't know, dehydration. There was something about that point of the game where you could tell that – Something was happening to Boise State right before your very eyes. Uh, you were there. Did you feel it? Yeah, I mean, it was a huge play. I mean, especially to go into the half, you know, you get a little momentum. Uh, you know, basically, they start out as, as badly as you possibly could with a Dylan Gabriel throwing a hundred yard, you know, pick six to start the game off in their first possession. Um, but to get that that score before the half, I mean, I think that really gave them a boost. And then in the second half, like you said, I don't know if it was the humidity or the long rain delay. It was about two hour and forty five minute rain delay before the start of the game um, that pushed things back. But all of a sudden, UCF's defense really kind of got itself the ears pinned back, and they just went after you know Boise State. And and I, I think you saw that up front. They were able to get pressure. They really kind of limited what they were able to do. And then that just opened the door for their offense to come out there and start scoring points. And then, you know, Isaiah Bowser, you know, the, the, the transfer running back from Northwestern that UCF picked up, he was just a beast. I mean, he went out there and carried the ball 32 times for 170 yards. He, they just gave him the ball and fed him and he was able to wear down, you know, Boise State's front, you know, defensive line. And after a while, by the time he got to the fourth quarter, they just were gassed. And I think that was where UCF was able to take advantage of it and able to eventually gain control of the game and, and win it all around. Yeah, and I thought you had mentioned the the time, uh, the delay, and what time it was. It was like midnight when they were still like playing in the second half, and I'm like, 
this team from Boise, uh, the, between the heat and how late it was and the delay, I mean, it was incredible because they looked so good and then they looked so bad. It was the tale of two halves. So uh, I thought Robinson had a big game for them catching the ball, uh, Central Florida as well. How good do you think they are with Gabriel, Bowser, Robinson, and this team that can score and strike quickly? You know, I think they could be, you know, they could be really good. You know, I think the thing, the question that was always going to face this team going into the season was what's this defense going to be like? You know, last year they were ranked 123rd on total defense, but Malzahn comes in, he brings in Travis Williams as his defensive coordinator. You're seeing a much more attacking style defense. That front defensive line was one of the best performances we've seen in a while. You know, Big Cat Bryant, who comes over as a transfer for Auburn, he was just unstoppable at times. I mean, he was in the backfield almost every point. Kalia Davis, who came back after sitting out last year who decided to opt out because of COVID concerns. He was a monster as well. I think that front, if they can get in there and get pressure, you know, the linebackers are experienced and that secondary that doesn't put so much pressure on them as well. I think they've got an opportunity to go really well. And listen, now they've knocked off Boise State. All they've got to do is hope that maybe Cincinnati slips up or they knock out Cincinnati later on in the year. And that opens the door maybe for them to be the top group of five team going into the college football playoff. Yeah, I think when they go, uh, I'll be honest with you, when they go to Cincinnati in mid-October, they're going to get beat, and that's the that's the deal. That's a good football team. I think they're better than Central Florida. And you know Memphis and Cincinnati and, and Central Florida, I think they're the meat and potatoes of that conference. Yeah, pretty much. And it's, it's and now you hear you know, the, the rumors that, you know, that Cincinnati and UCF may be leaving to join the Big 12. That's just gut-wrenching for the American because the American now loses two, two of, its, of its top teams. And, and, you know, I mean, who are having really great years or have good good last five years. So, um, yeah, I, I think that Cincinnati's game is going to be crucial. That's To me, that's the one you circle on the calendar That's that you've got to think that that's the one that's going to determine where either of those teams, teams finish out this year. All right, let's talk about that uh, great game you saw with Notre Dame and Florida State. I mean, to tell you, a, a couple things stood out to me, how just clean Cohen's game is. I mean, the guy's throwing just seam passes into double coverage right on the money. I mean, he looks really good. And then uh, we'll get into what happened in, late in that game later. But what did you think of his performance uh, in general? Yeah, I was impressed. I mean, listen, we'd heard about his accuracy before. We saw a little bit of it during his time at Wisconsin, but he was able to, to, to really lay dimes down. You know, he was got guys who were, you know, like you said, double coverage you know, at times, and he was able to get the ball to them as well. And I, I think that's a good sign for Notre Dame's offense. You know, I think to have a quarterback that's got that kind of accuracy, that's got a strong arm, who's able to get the ball down the field, particularly when you think about the fact that Notre Dame only had 65 yards rushing. That's really kind of been their bread and butter the last couple of years is running the football. So to have a quarterback who has that kind of accuracy, particularly with an offensive line that's kind of you know patchwork after only returning one starter from last year, I think that's it's crucial for them. And I think it's going to help you know make them be better as they move forward. So uh, what is the deal? Like, I, I'm not that smart, as you know. I thought uh, Mackenzie Milton would be the starting quarterback at Florida State. I guess I uh, was stunned when I saw Travis playing. And the thing that, uh, you know, when I saw him playing, I was like, well, I, I never thought he was that good to begin with. Why is he playing and not this kid Milton who's better than him? I mean, it's just that simple. One guy's a real quarterback and the other one's a mess. 
Well, I think you know, for Jordan Travis, the, for, the reason he was going to name the starter was, you know, I think he had familiarity with the system. And I know that Mackenzie Milton came in as, as a grad transfer from UCF. I know he spent all spring and, and the offseason learning the system. But, you know, he's still trying to come back from that, you know, the devastating knee injury he had in 2018, you know. So it's been a while since he was actually on, on a football field. So it didn't surprise me that maybe Travis would get the start. I think what surprised me is when Travis struggled, there didn't seem to be any sort of movement that, that Mike Norvell was going to make to bring in Milton, you know, maybe to to kind of boot up the offense or reboot the offense a little bit when Travis has problems. Instead, he kept, you know, kept going with, with Travis. And at one point in the fourth quarter, in fact, it wasn't until Travis lost his helmet, had to come out of the game, you know, that we actually got to see Milton. And then once Milton was in there, you saw this performance. He was able to get, you know, 10, 10 points for Florida State and get them to overtime, which, you know, they may not have been at, depending on if Travis was in there. So, I, you know, it is a, a legitimate quarterback controversy in Florida State because they Mark Norvell's got to figure out who's going to be the guy moving forward. Is it going to be Travis or is it going to be Milton? If he doesn't feel Milton's 100% healthy enough, then obviously I think Travis is going to be the guy. But you just saw what Milton did, and it looks like Milton's the guy who's got the talent enough to get them there. <laughs> I mean – that guy is better than the guy that threw three picks in the game and was getting his ass beat and did nothing right. And this kid came in in five minutes and got him to overtime. I mean, either is there, am I drunk or something? Is there something I'm missing here, Carver High and, and Matt Marcel? I mean, honestly, I'm never playing him again. I don't, is he not ready? Did, did he not just come in and save the game for you? He is the better quarterback. If they don't put him in and play, they should fire Norvell now. Just fire him now. He, he must be stupid. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, like, I, I agree with you. If he's, if he's 100% healthy, if Milton's healthy, you should start Mackenzie Milton. I mean, Milton's the, the better quarterback. He's the more experienced quarterback. And I'll say this, even in practice, you know, I, I think Mackenzie Milton is a gamer. You know, when he goes out there, he knows how to win games. So if you want a guy to be able to do that, Milton's going to be the, the guy. And and again, I, I understand, I think what, what right now Mike Norvell is trying to do is he's got a delicate balance in that quarterback room. He's got a guy, Jordan Travis, he's trying to make happy. He's got a couple of, of, of redshirt sophomores who are, you know, came in last year and, and Chubba Purdy and Tate Rodemiger. I think he's trying to make sure they're happy. He's trying to keep everyone happy. But at some point, you've got to go get you wins. And if and Mackenzie Williams is going to lead you to wins, I think he's the best option out there. Listen, explain to me what happened after that game with some, that's got to be some young kid. I, I got, because I wasn't there. I wasn't there, so I don't know. But that's got to be some young kid asking that question of Brian Kelly, like that someone actually took him seriously that he was going to execute his team, and then it turned into a, is that some kind of journalism saga, some kind of soap opera? Like, I never I never went to that class when I was at Ernie Pyle School of Journalism that you ask moronic questions of a guy that's cracking a joke, and it becomes this woke world we're living in. Uh, you were there. What kind of moron question was that? I don't care who yeah. asked it. They're a moron. Yeah, I, I think, you know, again, I think when you have some, some younger people, you know, that maybe don't know who John McKay was and don't understand what was going on. Um, and, and, I, and I credit Brian Kelly. I mean, Brian Kelly tried to brush it off. But, you know, once the question was asked, I think he got a little bit annoyed by the fact that, listen, that there was no intent. You know, I, I'm making a joke. This is a John McKay quote, you know. And he wanted to move on from it because they just came up with this win. And, and I, I think, you know, so many people kind of just took that and, and ran with it, particularly in the world of, of social media. You know, once he said that on TV, you know, everybody just on and said, oh, my gosh, I couldn't believe he said that. But I knew when he said it, 
That was a McKay quote. And, and I think, you know, you've been around long enough like I have and a lot of us, you understand who right. it was. You understand exactly that. There was no sarcasm filter to put on there. So, you know, I mean, I, I think that's I, I think, unfortunately, that's what happened. And I think, you know, it's unfortunate that, that, that Kelly had to spend time to even address the question and kind of move on from there. Considering the fact you came on with a, with a really a, a good win, you know, in a tough situation in overtime. So I got 30 seconds when you're sitting there, a veteran, great columnist, and you see that whole scene play out. Did you just sit there and say, oh, Christ, here we go. Honestly, (laughs) honestly. You know, know, there are times I try to be, listen, I'm one of those people that I want to, I want to help the the younger generation coming in. You know, I want to make sure I don't, I don't belittle somebody, but there's a part of you that thinks, yeah, you know, like, okay, that, I don't know if I would, that question really didn't need to be asked, but I'm sure someone saw it on social media and said, I got to ask that question. To me, it's like, listen, I got it. I understood it. You know, I'm more concerned about, you know, what did you make of this game and what did you think about that? Because we know Brian Kelly wasn't serious about that. All right, Matt, I love you. Great stuff. And uh, you got to slap around these young kids and teach them a thing or two for me. Take care of that for me down there, buddy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. yourself a favor follow us on twitter at sportsgrid and at sportsgrid tv while you're at it at sportsgrid radio it'll help you with everything odds line changes news skinny scoops jokes it's got it all on there you're gonna want to follow us it's very simple get in the game what is the problem all right carver hi um 
I got to tell you, I, I thought the Notre Dame game was great. I thought all the other television games were awful. I mean, just blowouts, all yeah. of them. I mean, that old Miss game was terrible. I had to change the channel. I couldn't take that. Uh, it goes on and on. I mean, the, the Alabama game was terrible. I thought the Georgia-Clemson game was good. But I, you can't really uh, rattle off any great games you saw. What were the great games? Because, oh, I thought Penn State-Wisconsin was a good game, but it was boring. I mean, it was – I mean, you had to have a lot of junk food in the room to sit through that, watching those two teams mess around. They couldn't get anything done is what that was. Yeah, I mean, aside from the Notre Dame-Florida State game, there wasn't a lot of games that came down to the end. You know, Georgia-Clemson obviously was a one-score game late. I will go back. Before I go to these other ones, I did want to give you a shot with Ed Orgeron here in LSU because let me tell you something. You've said this before in the past. He's lucky he had 17 first-round picks on that team two years ago and won a national title because other than that season, Scotty, he never wins big games, and his defense was atrocious against UCLA on Saturday night. I couldn't believe how much they got shredded by Chip Kelly and his offense. It was ugly. Listen, uh, I've gone on record here numerous times saying he's the most overpaid, overrated coach in college football. Uh, He won that national championship because of Burrow and Chase and a bunch of NFL guys that, you know, went right to the league. It was a full stock, lock and loaded, uh, you know, grade A team, as good as it gets. It was not about coaching at all. And I've said before that, stop. He was always just an assistant coach that never mattered. And when he coached in an interim role or whatever, anywhere else, he never did anything. I can't believe uh, the hype that that guy gets at LSU because I guarantee you he'll be fired in short order. He's not going to last at LSU because he doesn't win. Yeah, second year in a row, the opening game, his defense gets destroyed. Nice win for Chip Kelly and UCLA as they now go to 2-0. You mentioned last night Ole Miss hammered Louisville 43-24. Lane Kiffin missed the game. He had COVID. Penn State and Wisconsin, Saturday afternoon, scoreless at halftime, Scotty. And then, as the second half started, first drive for Penn State, Sean Clifford up top, 49 yards to Dotson. Here it is on Fox. First down at the 49, opening series for Penn State here in the second half. Play fake, Clifford, shuffling, delivers, wide open, Dotson, touchdown, Penn State! 49 yards! I can't keep up with all the guys that were calling that play. I think Gus Johnson finished it off with the ice cubes. I don't know, but uh, there was a lot of people talking there. Like I said... Congratulations. I had Penn State in the five and a half, so I'm cool with them covering and winning whatever. Like, Wisconsin never loses at home in Madtown in a season opener in forever, and the last team that beat him was actually Penn State, I believe. Here's the deal. Uh, that game was boring. It was awful. It was 0-0 at halftime. I was picking boogers watching that game. I saw him on the sofa. I just kept slouching further and further down. I fell asleep like twice. That game was as dull of anything I've ever seen. Now, people say, it was a great defensive battle. No, it wasn't. Neither team could do anything is what that was. That was a terrible football game. I don't care what anybody says. There was a close game in Norman, Oklahoma. The Sooners were running away. They let Tulane come back. In the second half, got it to one score, 40-35. to 35. They even got the onside kick, Scotty, but they could not 
finish the job. Oh, was I rooting for the green wave to find a way to get a touchdown against the great Spencer Rattler and his one touchdown pass against Tulane on Saturday. Uh, final, they do uh, squeak by 40 to 35. They always find a way, don't they, uh, to win. And, you know, there's a lot of people that think that they'll win the national championship this year, and I'm not one of them, okay? So if they play, if that team plays Alabama with Alabama's defense, the game's already over. The game's over. Like, before they even kick it off, the game is over. They will do no better against Alabama than Miami did. Uh, I agree with you on that one. Uh, speaking of the ACC, how about Friday night? Sam Howell, here's another guy. Going to awesome. win the Heisman. Put him, put him on the billboards. How are you going to yeah. win a Heisman when you can't beat Virginia Tech? I know the game was at Blacksburg. Everybody was jumping Done. all over the place. He You're lost right. a couple receivers to the NFL. He was embarrassing in that game on Friday night, Scotty. Listen, if you're that good, if you're that highly rated, he's going to go in the first round of the NFL draft. Some people think he'd be the top player. And I'm not agreeing with that for one second. Now, if you're that good, you know what? Cone was throwing that good for Notre Dame. This kid was throwing picks all day long, three of them. And I don't care who your receivers are. If you're that good of a quarterback, it doesn't matter who you're throwing it to. They'll catch it and score. And that guy looked terrible. I will say this. That was the most daunting, vicious, scary, hostile environment I have ever seen in a long time. Going into that den of iniquity with Metallica and her Sandman playing in that entire place, it literally registered on the Richter scale like an earthquake was happening in Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm not even joking. It literally registered an earthquake. The crowd was so rowdy before that game and during that game. I literally, at the beginning of the game, North Carolina had no chance in that football game. None. They looked like they pooped their pants. They absolutely did. Uh, Also Saturday, it was a really bad start for Indiana. They gave up a long touchdown, then gave up a pick six, and things just never got going after that. Iowa ends up beating them 34-6. to So Indiana will look to get back on track. They actually, a couple weeks, they play Cincinnati, which is going to be uh, one other thing for Tom Allen. Yes, go ahead. uh, The the game this week, and I know we're going to talk about all these games at nauseam. I'm going to throw it out there right now. Iowa's defense is so good. They're secondary. Yes. I will not be surprised at all if they go to Ames and beat Iowa State outright this week, getting four and a half. That I bet that kid at Iowa State, he's going to have an absolute headache trying to complete passes against that defense. Penix looked like he'd never played football before in his life. That's how bad they made him look. I think they're going to do the same thing to Iowa State this week in Ames. Yeah, not a good scene at all. Uh, eight top 25 teams lost in week number one. Now, there was five ranked versus ranked games, so that goes into it. Washington did not play a ranked team. They played the Grizzlies of Montana. They lost 13-7, to so awful job by the Huskies, who are going to the big house this week, Scotty, to take on Michigan. Speaking of Jim Harbaugh's Michigan Wolverines, they, of course, covered against Western Michigan, the Broncos, defensive back Brad Hawkins, says the team is preparing like they are playing Ohio State every week. That doesn't sound like a good thing to me, Scotty, since they always get their ass beat by them. Well, uh, they lost Ronnie Bell. Uh, They played uh, an average team at best. And then uh, I guess Washington losing to Montana, they'll go to Ann Arbor and lose to Michigan, and everybody will start buying into 
uh, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, but here's the deal. Just let's just put this out there now. So we're ahead of the curve. Ohio State will beat Michigan's ass like they always do because Ohio State is here and Michigan's down here right around my onions, okay? That's where they are compared to Ohio State. Let's stop with all this Michigan-Ohio State nonsense. There's way better teams that Ohio State has to deal with than Michigan. Michigan to them. You know what Michigan is to Ohio State? It's Western Michigan. That's what they are. Trust me when I tell you. <laughs> Minnesota running back, uh, Mohamed Ibrahim. He is done for the year. We talked about his injury in the Thursday night game over Ohio State. Didn't take long for Stanford to replace their quarterback. Tanner McKee, the sophomore, is going to start after Jack West lost on Saturday. Kansas State in a brutal game. 21-7 uh, to was the final. Kansas State beat Stanford down at Jerry's World. Randy Edsel, good weekend for him, Scotty. He lost at home on Saturday to Holy Cross. Holy Cross, that's right. Then on Sunday, he announced he was going to retire at the end of the year. Then on Monday, the school said, you know what? You can retire now. Go clean out your desk and take off. Nice job by UConn sending Randy Edsel packing. (laughs) Well, it's a basketball school, and their football program is terrible, and let's save a lot of time for everyone. Randy Etzel was terrible at UConn. The entire time he was there, he was terrible. New coaches poll today, Alabama number one, followed by Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Texas A&M in the top five. Clemson falls to number six after the loss to Georgia. I don't know if you saw this college football parlay from the weekend. It got hit last night. The final leg was the under in the Ole Miss-Louisville game. Check this one out. This is at WinBet, Scotty. 14 legs, a $10 parlay, cashed for 79935 all 14 games. Unders. Connecticut Fresno State for two weeks ago. Boise State UCF, the Carolina-Virginia Tech game, on and on, got finished off by Louisville Ole Miss last night. $10 into 80 k Scotty. Let's go. Brilliant. I just think that is utter brilliance. I mean, who needs a job when you can hit a leg like that? Honestly, like that dude should just be bathing in cocaine and champagne. I mean, let's face facts. That is just genius. Genius. Now let's take a look at the Heisman odds. They change by the hour, of course, and Spencer Rattler is no longer the favorite, Scotty. In fact, he's now third at 10 to 1. Bryce Young shoots up the board. He's plus 350. Matt Corral from Ole Miss, who had a great game on Monday night, now 7-1. to one. You've got C.J. Stroud in there. Bijan Robinson of Texas had a very good game. We didn't mention them. Texas, good job by Sark getting his first win against the Ragin' Cajuns on Saturday. J.T. Daniels in the mix as well here at 20-1. to one. I thought he was awful on Saturday night, too. Well, uh, look, uh, Bryce Young has the inside track because he plays at Alabama, and they're going to win their games, and I think – uh corral is a really good quarterback but at some point old miss will lose in the sec a, a couple three or four times probably uh, are you surprised if they lose three games i mean i think no, they look great no. last night against a crappy louisville team but when they play really good teams old miss is gonna lose and that'll be it for corral bryce young is gonna go win every week and that's what they're gonna do with that defense alabama has so i mean I'm not looking at anybody else. I, you know, I would put Stroud, what he did, way over Spencer Rattler in terms of performances in their first game. 
Uh, no question. And now, big games for this week. We will talk about these all week long, but I wanted to give you a taste. Five of the best games coming up this weekend. Oregon's going to go to Columbus Saturday at noon. They're going to get absolutely whacked. Iowa, Iowa State, you mentioned it before. That game is in Ames this week. Texas and Arkansas in Fayetteville. Washington goes to the big house against Michigan. And then the holy war in the late night bailout blowout Saturday night. BYU and Utah. Let's go. Well, I think the two upsets there are Arkansas and BYU for me. I, I think that Texas will stumble in Fayetteville. And I think uh, Utah is not better than BYU when they're playing at uh, Edwards Stadium. Have fun with that. So I'll take BYU in that game. And Oregon really struggled with Fresno State on Saturday afternoon. They were tied with them in the fourth quarter. I think Ohio State really puts the whooping on them. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. supporting cam and gabe and the girl uh, fernandez the 19 year old about to knock off the number five seed at the u.s open it's the first 25 minutes of tennis i've watched in five years i'm just so excited about it but she looks really good she's 19 and she's kicking ass today all right carver i the bull sign stanley johnson let's talk about uh, Patrick Cantlay, your favorite golfer who never gets it done except the day he won 15 million dollars except for hey, that day look. God bless him. Uh, tremendous performance the last couple of weeks by Patrick Cantlay. He ends up winning the FedEx Cup. 
Um, he got it done when it counted. Bottom line, he ended up beating Bryson in that playoff, gave him the advantage this week, uh, this past weekend, and he needed it. And he ends up uh, squeaking it out past John Rahm, who actually sh- should be the player of the year. John Rahm's going to win the player of the year. But you want to know what? That's okay, because Patrick Cantley gets the big check, Scotty. And those guys care more about the big check than some dope, dopey trophy that they could put on their mantle. So the check is what matters. Nice job by Patrick. I got to tell Jones you. Stevens, no, go wait, ahead. I, yeah. I got to tell you, I give it to Cantley, the player of the year, because no one on their, uh, in their right mind thought that guy would win the playoff, which is what it is. It's a gigantic FedEx Cup playoffs where the best players in the world go for all the money, and he shredded all of them including Rom, and he did it in back-to-back weeks when no one on the yeah. face of the year thought he would. He's the player of the year. That's all there is to it. Not some guy that didn't get it done or that won a major. The guy that won all the money against the best players and kicked everyone's ass, that's the player of the year, whether you like it or not. Uh, Sloan Stevens shares photos of threatening messages on Instagram, of course, when she was knocked out from the U.S. Open a couple of days ago. Did you see Kyle Busch? Go ballistic at Darlington. I mean, into pit row, taking down everybody. Your boy Kyle needs to relax, Scotty. Was he trying to kill people or something? Was he driving at people in his car? Yeah. Then he 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 ripped into his own team afterwards in the media session. He had a lot of problems with a lot of people. Well, that's one of the reasons why everyone in NASCAR hates his guts because he's such a child and an ass. You're listening to sports news you can actually use. Actionable insights and expert perspectives on daily sporting events. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.